Chapter 37 The Shadow Behind You Don't run, never run. It only draws her attention. Walk, slow as your heart will let you. Walking through a crowd, don't push, never shove. It's the only way. Anything else and they will notice. The crowd of people will turn into an impregnable wall. They would take an interest in why three people were in such a hurry. Walking hand in hand. One man, two children, leaving the past behind them. If you run, they know. Beowulf Drake was behind us, falling, his voice lost in a rush of fire that threatened to consume us. Behind us somewhere, don't look, never look, he will see us. He will know, the world will part, the crowds will give way, and a path will form like the Red Sea giving way before one man. Then he will have us, defilers of the market, he will have us. We must walk hand in hand, never running, never turning, never looking back, knowing that he is behind us, somewhere breathing down our necks, chasing till we are caught. If he could track me, knowing I would return to the city in a box, he will follow us forever. Our only hope is the disinterest of the crowd. As long as they don't care, as long as we are simply three finding our way through the common market, we can run. Don't run, never run. We can escape. We can be three steps ahead of him, Beowulf Drake. That's all we need. That's all we want. That's all the universe that matters. If we should push, if we should drift, stumble, fall, clinging hand to hand to arm, walking too fast, running, anything to scream that we flee our fate, the crowd will notice they will care. They will know that someone has violated the common market, cast aside the rules of fair commerce and trade, abandoned the guidelines of civilization. The market will turn. The crowd will become a mob. We will die, smothered, crushed, destroyed by the unholy will of the common market. So we walk, stumbling, trying not to breathe, holding the heart in check, walking, always walking around people, among them, never pushing, never shoving, Moving as people might walk through a crowd, we move, we walk forever forward. No purpose, no destination, only a direction to leave the jailer behind us, the one who made slaves of us, Beowulf Drake. I remember him looking into the box on the beach, remembering that there had once been a city and a house and a home, looking into the box that contained the whole wide world. Beowulf Drake had found me. He had taken me, confused, disoriented, innocent. He had taken me to the common market. He had sold me to Del Morgan. Now I was her prisoner, her slave. She could kill me. She held me in her hand, and there was nothing I could do about it. These two children, holding my hands, walking through the crowd. Beowulf Drake had them. He had brought them to market. He would sell them. They would belong to someone who, one of the fair folk, together, separate. And the fair folk would rip out their hearts, as Del Morgan had defiled me, as she had made me her slave, holding all power over me. No, I wouldn't have it. I wouldn't let these children come to such an end. Children? They looked to be no more than ten, maybe twelve. They weren't teenagers. They were so young. They would be free. Behind us, Beowulf Drake. Somewhere, nowhere. I couldn't look. I couldn't turn. He was back there, chasing, searching, seeking, looking. He would have us. He would find us. And that would be the end. He would shout. The others would notice. The world would 
close around us. We would be their prisoners. We would never see another sunrise. I didn't know where we were going. I was simply moving with a hand holding the boy's hand with my fingers locked with the girl's fingers. No word spoken, not a single solitary voice. I couldn't speak without permission. I wondered if they were bound the same. No voice unless spoken to first that we couldn't test without giving ourselves away and Beowulf Drake would have us. So we moved, we walked, slipping between people, listening to their voices as one might listen to the roar of a waterfall. I didn't know what was before us, where we might be going. I didn't know the common market. Beowulf Drake was behind us. I could hear him. That's all that mattered, that the Drake was behind us, not before us, never blocking our path. Nothing else mattered. I wondered where Jack was, the old prisoner, the non-existent man, the one who lived for the moment when he was given a task, a burden, a duty to perform. I'd lost him. The second I'd seen Beowulf Drake, Jack had ceased to exist, as if he hadn't brought me to the common market to look for a book that didn't exist. A book? That's right, I was looking for a book. Forgotten. It didn't matter. It would never matter. In that moment, seeing the Drake, Jack had vanished from my world. I'd abandoned him for the Drake, the slave master, the one who sold me to Alicia Firelight Del Morgan. Now the drake chased me because I'd taken his prize from him. Beowulf Drake was behind us, somewhere unknown, unseen, but I could hear him. His voice, his breath, a brush of wind as people parted before him. Sounding like the crash of thunder in his wake, he was behind us. The drake would have us, so we walked away, always and forever. No destination, only a direction. I didn't know where to go, which way to turn. We were lost, we would lose. The common market would consume us, and then the crowds part us, slipping away like the tide. And I could see him. Drake, for I had turned, looking as the people fell away. I had slipped over my shoulder and looked to the past, and I had found a Drake looking back at me. There was no voice, no word, no command. As one, we began to run, knowing what was behind us, knowing that the Drake had begun to run, that he was behind us, distant, slipping away like the last frail touch of life from an old man's hand. He would have us. We ran. People gave way. Buildings standing, closed and empty. A wall against us. I heard someone laugh. The crowd was watching as we passed. As we ran, we were sport to their amusement. The crowd shifted. A foot appeared. The girl tripped and fell. I pulled at her. Our fingers still linked together. The boy helping. Laughter all around us. Beowulf Drake upon us, the crowd shifted, becoming a wall, a barrier the Drake couldn't pass, and then we were running again, racing amazed as the crowd moved, shifting, driving us. I didn't know where. There was no turn, no going back, only onward, forever onward, as the crowd shifted and laughed and jeered and drove us. We couldn't escape, not the crowd, not the market. There was nothing to be done, nothing to do. We were prisoners of the fearful, bound by their inscrutable rules and laws, slaves to a covenant that they wouldn't share with us, because we had survived the lands beyond, slipped from this world into the place that didn't exist, a place that only a few survived, that changed all who went there, made them into drakes and grandals, made them into shapers of worlds. And I knew what to do, not knowing, looking to the children as they looked back to me, holding their eyes fresh from the lands beyond they knew. Sai so knew. Sai so found a door to an island in a tiny stretch of beach where an office building stood. Sai so had once made a door in the middle of Del Morgan's kitchen. We would make our own way from the common market. Standing together, hand in hand, arm in arm, Beowulf Drake spinning the maze the crowd made for him, falling upon us, I closed my eyes, turning in a circle, and walked into a tree. Falling back. 
landing on my ass, children falling over me. I looked, expecting the drake to be upon us. We were in a forest. Common market was gone. Beowulf Drake was gone. We'd escaped. We were free. This audio recording of The Fair of the Gideon and the Tale of the Donkey is copyright 2011 by Keith D. Jones. All rights reserved. <laughs>